What's going on, my friends? Welcome back to the Mind Muscle Experience. My name is Tyler Egan, and I will be your host. In today's world, we're taught that the human body is inherently flawed, but there are plenty of us who don't actually believe this. It is my goal with this show to give you the information to help you with your nutrition and fitness, to help you see what the human body is truly capable of, and to help you win the war within, giving you the ultimate mind muscle experience. Push myself to my limits, I'm in it to win it. Forget the beginning, it's Damn, shit is fire. Fire. So glad I switched the intro up. If you guys like the new intro, let me know. I'm really digging it. The song is by Nefex, N-E-E-F-X. He has some really awesome music. And it's like, not all of it, but most of it is free. Anyway, um, I've been like kind of all over the place with the podcast lately. The intro has been a little bit different here and there. I'm switching some things up. RIP to the national anthem. I'm still a proud American, but I realized um, someone gave me some constructive criticism on it. And I realized most people don't come here to listen to the fucking national anthem. It makes sense. I'm with it. Um, so I can represent the country. I got my flag hanging up in the other room. I can represent the country from afar. Um, today, guys, we are throwing it back. I mean, I think I've taken drastic steps forward because like, I've nerded out on the human brain myself. But I realized that there's so many fundamental things about health and fitness and nutrition that we haven't really covered on this show. And I think... I need, to, I need to take like 15 steps back and, and go over it. One, because it's good information to, to have a reminder on for myself. Um, but two, I got some new listeners, I got some new followers, and um, I got some new clients of so people that may or may not know the basics of, of nutrition, the fundamental things, the, the macronutrients, um, what is your basal metabolic rate, like, like the, the minor things like that. I've talked about some of this stuff on the show, talked about some of it on the Plants and PRs podcast before I rebranded, but it's good to refresh and it's good to recover all this stuff along with these episodes. I don't know if this is going to be a two-part or not. We'll see how it goes. Um, along with these episodes, I, I wrote blog posts for this too, just in case there's people that want um, a written format so they can see it because we're going to go over how to easily calculate your macronutrients, how to, how to figure out how many calories you, you can, um, how, to, how many calories you take in, and uh, how to split your macronutrients up. I have a very simple way of doing it. You don't, like, like there's fancy calculators out there. I have one myself. I can help you with it, that as well, but you don't need it. There's a really simple equation, um, and it, if anybody wants it, uh, it will be available on my website for free in blog format as soon as this episode airs. Um, so what are we talking about today? We are talking about the basics of nutrition and what that is, is what the hell is nutrition? What does it even mean? Um, we're also going to talk about what actually, what food actually is. And if you guys know me, you'll know my answer, but I'm going to give it a little, I'm going to give you a much, going to give you a better explained version of what food is rather than my typical answer. Um, we're going to talk about energy balance and some of the factors that go into it. Uh, like I said, simplified way to cal- simplified way to calculate your calories, um, and and should you even count your calories? Quality food versus quantity, what really matters, um, and then the macronutrients. In 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 today's world, everything is so divided. No matter what you're talking about, I was having a conversation with my brother the other day, 
and we were talking about po the politics in the world, but like I was like, look, you can literally take the same thing that's happening in politics and apply it anywhere. And I was like, you have keto versus vegan people, and I'm so sick of that shit. Even though I'm vegan, I don't give a fuck if you eat high carb or high fat. I don't like look. Do I want more people to go vegan and go plant based and kill less animals? Of course. But I understand not everybody's going to do that. I'm realistic. Most, and I'm sorry if I hurt anybody's feelings when I say this, most vegans are not. I don't want the government to infringe upon us as uh, individuals so that, you know, we can push a specific agenda. That's just my personal opinion. If you don't like it, I'm sorry to hear that. But, you know, I understand that nutrition is very individually based and understanding these concepts will, will hopefully help you better understand that that's the case as well. And, um, you know, there is no one size fits all. You can eat high carb, you can eat high fat, you can eat moderate of both. We get energy from all three and we're going to talk about that. So let's, let's just get into it before I keep ranting about who knows what's going to come next. All right. First, actually, sorry, here we go. This is what's going to come next. You'll see right here, right next to me. Um, I'm recording this video. That's why I said it like that. Uh, I got new t-shirts are available on the website. Link will be in the show notes. I'm rocking one right now. These things are fucking fresh. Um, okay, so now that I got all that out of the way, let's get into it. What the bleep? Sorry, try not to curse. Uh, what What is nutrition? What is actu What actually is nutrition? Um well, nutrition is a process by which uh, and any organism, in our particular case, we're talking about human beings, um, consumes and utilizes food for growth and repair. So then, okay, if we're utilizing food for growth and repair, what is food? Now, my typical answer is like, food is fuel. It is fuel for our body. We use it for energy. And that's a very simplified version of it. But a much more, a much more eloquent way to say it. Food is a substance that consists essentially of protein, carbohydrates, and fats, and is used for energy. So then, what is energy? I mean, look, you know, I feel like most of you guys who listen to this are smarter than me, so you probably know, but we're going to talk about it anyway. Energies are calories. Calories are a unit of energy. Um, and to, to be more scientific, calories are the amount of heat energy it is required to raise the temperature of one gram of water i mean do you really need to know that not really but i just want to be smart okay so then what are the factors like what is energy balance what are some of the factors that go into it so we have our total daily energy expenditure or so it, if you ever read about this online it'll be tdee -E, or you'll see tee -E. all of these are usually acronyms i was gonna say acronymized i don't know if that's a word i'm like trying to think of like a a verb for it verb i think i have that right wow i really need i need to brush up on my own language okay so our total daily energy expenditure is the amount of energy or calories that we need in a given day and this is basically where energy balance comes comes in energy it's basically energy in versus energy out so if if food is energy and energy are calories, then we have to consume X amount of calories. We have to, we have to, um, what's the word I'm looking for here? We have to consume calories, energy in, and then we have to burn calories, energy out 
to maintain a balance so that we're not gaining weight or losing weight. If you're in a positive energy, if you're in a positive, if you're in a calorie surplus, so you're consuming more energy than you are bringing in, then you are going to put on weight. Some people do this intentionally. I currently am because I'm trying to put on weight. Now, if you are consuming less calories than you need in a given, in a given day, and you're going to lose weight. This is theoretical. There's a lot of other factors, but at a very surface level, that is as that is as simple as I can put it to figure out or so that for you to achieve your goals. Let me just say that. If you want to put on weight, you need to eat more calories than your body needs to expend throughout the day. And if you want to lose weight, you need to burn more calories than your body needs to expend throughout the day. Does that make sense? Calories in versus calories out. It really is that simple. Um, you know, when you get, when we, if your body's that out of whack, then it gets more complicated. But generally speaking, it really does come down to that for the majority of us. So there are three, actually four major factors, one of which I actually did a whole podcast about. Um, I will link that in the show notes and you'll, if you've been listening, you'll know which one I'm talking about when I get to it. So the first one is our resting metabolic rate or our RMR. It is the energy spent or burned at rest. Basically, it's it's what our body needs to sustain life, to maintain um, homeostasis, to, to, it's what our body, it's the amount of energy our body needs to do everyday things, like things that you don't even do, things that happen subconsciously. So like the blood um, circulating throughout your body, your digestive tract doing all the things it's doing, your body sending signals from your your head, from your brain, down to your piriformis when you externally rotate your glute medius. Like it's it there's so many things that are happening in this beautiful structure called a human body that we don't even think twice about and we need energy to burn that, okay? Um, that is the first factor. That is, uh, if I'm not mistaken, this will be in the blog post. I already wrote it. I think it's about 70% of our total calorie intake is is this right here, our resting metabolic rate, okay? So then next we have, the next factor we have is the thermic effect of food, this one I feel like is just like the the unsung hero, if you one of the un, actually, maybe maybe that's the wrong way to phrase it. I don't know if you guys heard that. I got a special guest in the house. I got Bella, the best doge in the world, best dog ever, my family dog. I I moved back in with my parents and she's sitting right underneath me. I wish she could make like a guest appearance. She's the she's the best. She's the absolute best dog in the world. Anyway. Side note, the thermic effect of food. You'll see, if you ever read about this outside of um, my blog post, anything like that. Oh, side note, little sidebar here. Um, make sure if you go on my website to check out the blog post, you subscribe to my email list. I'm gonna be sending out email blasts soon. Probably do once a week. And I'm thinking I, I, what I really wanna do, If unless you guys want more information, let me know. I'm thinking about doing like a mobility wad of the week. So like, oh, mobility routine you can do for that week it's probably going to be a lot of hit mobility because that's been my fucking jam lately anyway so if you go on the website make sure you subscribe to the email letter i think there's like six places on the website to do it i'm pretty sure they're all at the bottom of the page on every single page anyway the thermic effect of food i personally believe that the thermic effect of food is so 
overlooked, especially when it comes to people who push like flexible, flexible dieting and if it fits your macros. I'm not saying you can't do that because like, look, donuts aren't real food. It's not good for you. I don't care if people don't like labeling shit good and bad. Donuts are bad for you. But if you want them, just eat them. I know as soon as I'm done 75 hard, my ass is driving up to um, vegan treats in Bethlehem, PA, and I'm getting a vegan donut. I'm just saying. Um, but the thermic effect of food is so overlooked. Basically, what this is, is it's the, it's the energy our body needs to process food. It's so between my personal training book and like four other sources I read on this, it can vary from anywhere between five to 15% of the energy burned throughout the day. So I mean, if you think about it, if you if, if you're eating quality food throughout your day, um, and your your body is utilizing 15% of your energy just in digestion and burn in, in, in the process of of uh, well processing your food that's a lot that can add up that's why the quality of your food matters it absolutely does i mean so let's let's just think about this for a second if you have white bread versus a sweet potato maybe not let's not use a sweet potato um if you have white bread versus quinoa quinoa has a shitload of um vitamins and minerals in it it has it's loaded with fiber and because of all the things that are in quinoa your body has to break them all down i mean your body breaks down the proteins it breaks down the fiber it does so many things and this requires energy now if you're eating white bread or let's just say table sugar that's why all, not all carbohydrates are created equal um your body processes it like that like that was a bad snap it literally processes it in the snap of of a finger so they're not all carbohydrates are created equal because because of this right here this is why the the, the quality of your food really really does matter um and the your your protein intake the protein has the highest thermic effect of food i'm pretty sure of this 15 percent it was significantly higher than carbs and fats i forget the actual number but there will be a link in the show notes for the um, research paper I read about it. Okay, so then, oh, excuse me. The next factor when it comes to energy balance is the ener- energy expenditure during our physical activity. This one's pretty self-explanatory, right? I mean, this is just the calories we burn when we're, we're exercising, we're moving, um, running, training, cycling, whatever you're doing, you're burning calories. So... This can be any about 20% of our total energy expenditure throughout the day. Um, the last thing, the last thing that we talked about on the show before, well, it was a Plants and PRs episode, then I shifted, or then I uh, replayed it for here, is your NEAT, your non-exercise activity thermogenesis. That is just a big fancy word, or fa- fancy way to say the calories you're burned through non-exercise movements so it can be things like fidgeting standing more frequently this is one of the first episodes i've done sitting in a long time but usually i stand because your boy's trying to burn more calories throughout the day that and i hate sitting because my hips get jacked up so these are the calories that you burn through movement outside of your training um you know if you go to the store 
park further away. You're going to burn more calories. If you do that six times a week, that shit adds up. And the the cool thing about your non-exercise activity thermogenesis is it can it can burn to the upwards of 2,000 calories. That is a huge fucking difference. If you're stuck, if you've hit a plateau in your weight loss journey, what are you doing to get past it? Are you cutting calories? Are you complaining about it? Are you try, are you are you are you doing more cardio to try to to lose that weight? How about you put the cardio to the side and you start increasing your need? Get that need up. So when you go to the store, park further away from the entrance. Park like a mile away. I don't know if you have the time for it. When you're sitting down, fidget a little bit more. Play with your hands. Like I I legitimately never stop moving. Completely unintentional. Um, I'm just, I just like moving, but you know, it makes sense why I have never been, while I did put on wafer, I was like 30 pounds overweight at one point. It was never that bad. It makes a lot of sense, a lot more sense now because I've always been like someone who just can't stay still. Um, so like I said, if you're, if you've hit a plateau in your weight loss journey, you're neat. You got to bump that up because this can make a difference. Like I said, it can it can affect you in upwards to 2000 calories. So if you've hit a plateau, don't put don't don't do more cardio, don't decrease your calories by another 500 and go down to 800 calories. Fuck that. Increase your knee. Stand more. Walk more. Walk your dog. I walked with Bella today because she likes to walk and so do I. All right, so now we have all the factors. You have your resting metabolic rate, which accounts for about 70% of your total energy expended throughout the day. Your thermic effect of food, quality food, um, which can be anywhere from 5 to 15%, give or take, depending on the food that you're eating. Um, and that's the that's how much your body can burn when it comes to just digest, digest, I cannot talk, just digesting that food. Then we have the Energy expended through physical activity, which can be about 20% of your, your calories burned throughout the day. And then you have your non-exercise activity thermogenesis. The uh, the true unsung hero of a, anybody's fat or weight loss journey. Get your knee up. Lose that weight. Fuck your goals up. Fuck them right in the ass. I'm serious. I said I wasn't going to curse as much, but this one needed to be said. Okay, so what's a really, really easy way to determine where to start? Okay, so there, these multipliers that I'm going to throw out there definitely depend on the person, the goal, etc. So this is generally speaking. And if you need more help with this, please reach out to me. Uh, shoot me a DM on Instagram. Um, what is it? My email address, I think, is in the show notes. But if not, I'll put it there. Now you can go on my website and contact me that way. Okay, so what's an easy way to determine where to start with your your macronutrients, your calories, all that stuff? So you're going to take your body weight. If you just have, let's say you want to lose like 20 pounds. Let's keep it simple, all right? Let's make it easy for me. Take your body weight and then multiply it by like 11 or 12. And then that's going to be your starting point. That's going to be your maintenance level. And this that's the multiplier I was talking about. So if you're trying to lose fat, your multiplier is going to be anywhere from 10 to 12. So um, if you're 250 pounds, you know, I wouldn't go based off 250 pounds. I would take your goal weight and go off of that. So if you're 250 pounds, you want to get down to two, um, I would take that, multiply it by 10, 2,000 calories is your starting point. 
And then if you're someone like me, who's like, I was 20, 30 pounds overweight when I started, I did about, I did my multiplier at like 13 and saw how that was. Basically what you want to do is figure out where your calorie maintenance is at first, what you need to maintain the, the weight you're at. Now, if you have a lot of weight loses, this is completely different. Now, if you're just looking for a, you know, to maintain the weight you're at, and you're not looking to lose fat, you're not looking to put on muscle, you just want to maintain, the multiplier you're going to use is around 14 to 15. And then if you're trying to gain weight, I would go anywhere from 17 to 20. This, These multipliers really depend on what your goals are and um, how much activity you have, you perform in a day. So for me, it came out to, I think I took my body weight times 15 and it was like 2,600 calories. I'm 97% sure I would lose weight right now if I ate that. I'm eating 3,700 calories because I'm so active that I, my multiplier is actually like 20. So it really does depend. But I also took the time to figure out where my calorie maintenance was. Now, if I were to just stop trying to put on weight right now and eat 3,000 calories, I would maintain my weight with my current activity level. I was doing it last week. So it really depends on the person and your activity level, okay? So then once you have your calorie maintenance and these multipliers will help you, give you a good starting point. So again, if you're trying to get down to 200 pounds, you're at 250 right now, use the 200, your goal weight as the marker, multiply by 10 or 11, take that number. So I'm just, I can do it off the top of my head. So, you know, 200 times 10, 2,000 calories. That's your starting point. From there, subtract two to 300 calories because you're trying to lose weight. And then soon we'll go over the macronutrients. Actually, I might make this, I'm going to make this into a two-parter. We'll do the macronutrients in the next episode. Now, the, the reverse happens when you want to gain weight. So again, same thing, take your multiplier, your weight, multiply, get your number, and then add two or 300 calories to if you want to gain muscle. Now, this again is a starting point. This can absolutely fluctuate. So then the question becomes like, should you really count your cal- calories? Um, this I, I believe this is a bit of a loaded question. There are so many people out there who say you shouldn't. But those people are probably talking to people like me who are in an average weight class. I believe that every person should count their calories and understand what their body actually needs to sustain life in a positive manner. And what I mean is I believe that everybody should count their calories and figure out where their maintenance level is. You, you, you Once you see what 2,500 calories looks like and you can actually maintain your weight and feel good with that, you won't just stuff your face all the time because you know what you need. Again, I'm not saying you can't have your donuts because I know I'm going to. But what I'm saying is I think you should figure out what your body actually needs to sustain life and thrive because we don't need to consume half of the stuff that we're consuming on a regular basis. You don't need to drink all of your calories. So, and, and I, and I really believe that counting your calories initially will give you a lot of context to that. If you're constantly dumping sugar and creamers in your coffees, or if you're drinking, um, Coca-Cola, like those calories add up fucking quick and if you're counting your calories you'll see all of that and it'll definitely be a catalyst for you to 
begin implementing changes there. And that's a good starting point to cut out your sodas, cut out the processed sugars, all the processed crap to begin with because it really has no nutritional value. Okay, so um, on the next episode, we're going to cover the macronutrients. You got your proteins, your fats, your carbs. We're going to break them all down. I'm going to give you what they actually do, how you can calculate all three of them so um, you can figure out where you where you can start. And I'll give you some examples in the, in the next episode of along with examples in the blog post to better illustrate everything I'm saying here. All right, guys, I hope you took something from this. If you did, please leave a rate and review on iTunes. It really helps me grow the show. Um, Subscribe to the podcast. This will be on YouTube, so subscribe to YouTube as well. Link will be in the show notes. Check out the new website where you can sign up for my email letter. Check out the new fucking shirts. They are dope um, and extremely comfortable, I must say. I was particularly happy with how they turned out. Okay, guys, so stay tuned for the next episode. We're going to dive into the macronutrients, how to break them down, how to figure them out. And I'll see you guys in the next episode. Push myself to my limits. I'm in it to win it. Forget the beginning. It's now that you're living. Don't be forgiven. Don't fear what you're missing. A mind like a killer. You need to be driven. Ten steps ahead. You prepared in the head. Think this shit through or just wing it instead. I'm tired.